Today's episode contains sensitive subject matter concerning sexual assault. Listener discretion is advised. It's been two years since former Michigan State doctor and now convicted serial child molester Larry Nassar's sentencing. Two years since the downfall of former President Luanna K. Simon. Two years of an outpour of activism, changes that fundamentally altered our community and the continuation of a fight that is not yet over. From the March for Survivors and Change, the sit-in at the Han Administration Building, the rally for resignations, the courtroom, the podium at the Board of Trustees meetings, the events of two years ago and those who rose up have made a lasting impact at Michigan State University. But the story is not in the past. Change is still happening and the powerful voices continue to rise. I'm managing editor of the State News, Mila Murray, and these are the sounds of protest. At the MSU Rally for Resignations in April 2018, Amanda Tomashow, who reported Nasser's abuse to officials at Michigan State four years before his sentencing, spoke of survivorship and why she chose to speak up even though the odds were against her. Four years ago this month, I reported a sexual assault that occurred on MSU's campus. I had dreams of becoming a doctor. I had experience in the medical field. I was an educated adult with first-hand knowledge of what was appropriate in a doctor's office and what was not. I was sure that what had happened to me was wrong, but going up against that monster was like going up against a giant. I could not get past those walls, those office walls, plastered with photos of little girls in leotards. I cannot get past the feeling that I might not be alone in this story. The reputation of the man who assaulted me made me afraid. It made me afraid to report, afraid of how I would be received. But the thought of that man hurting anyone else was more terrifying than the fear of being discredited and silenced. At a Board of Trustees meeting the same month, survivor Morgan McCall stood at the podium, protesters aligned behind her in support, and faced the board, condemning them for their lack of accountability. how your commitments to transparency and accountability have strings attached at your convenience, you produce multiple versions of Amanda Thomas Shaw's Title IX conclusion, and you release incomprehensive, at best, versions of William Stramble's personnel file to journalists, deliberately hiding the truth from the public which filled your pocket. Your condolences come with strings attached too. You're sorry that at 12 years old, I walked into a building on MSU's campus. 12 years old. 12. With MSU written across the front and was molested by an MSU doctor wearing an MSU polo. But you're so sorry that you claim no responsibility for letting this happen to me as indicated by your second motion to dismiss. On the day trustee Brian Masala motioned for former interim president John Angler, whose appointment faced immediate backlash, to be terminated, Leslie Miller shouted across the boardroom at Angler about the community's distrust and disappointment in him. Leslie Miller is the mother of survivor Emma Ann Miller, who was 15 at the time. In your power, say you have triplets! You have triplets! Mom, he has daughters! He's gonna make a difference! Actions speak louder than words, Engler! Do you not have a conscience? Don't apologize now, it's too 
Get him out. Joe, you should be disappointed. You have a granddaughter. What if that was your granddaughter? What if it was your daughter? Don't you sake? have a conscience? I caught your grandkid. You have no conscience. Don't tell me all right, Engler. You're a coward. My 15-year-old is watching you. You don't agree with him, but you kept voting for him. You voted confidence in him. How can you literally say that? You know what? You know what? That Those are just words. Those are just endless words, just like Engler's. At the same Board of Trustees meeting, Morgan McCall ripped up an apology letter from Angler during her public comment. Her protest was in response to publicly released emails that revealed Angler's disrespect of survivors and for telling organizers at a meeting to get this teal shit out of here. Teal is the color that represents sexual assault awareness. Get this teal shit out of here. Get this out of here. I've seen the depravity of this university in Larry Nasser, and then in the secrecy of Luanna Simon, in the dip indifference of Joel Ferguson, and in the most recent round of character attacks orchestrated by President John Engler. At the March for Survivors and Change, one of the first protests that shed light on the enabling culture at Michigan State, hundreds of students, faculty, and members of the community chanted in unison their calls for accountability and change. same protest, a member of Reclaim MSU, one of the many activist groups that emerged from the events of two years ago, gave a powerful speech at the Rock on Farm Lane. To this day, Reclaim MSU continues to push for changes to be made at the university. We do not love thy shadows. When MSU conducts an internal investigation into Larry Nasser, clears him of assault charges, and does not even issue a report. These are the words of Amanda Tomashow during her victim impact statement in January 2018, in the courtroom where she and hundreds of other women and girls bravely faced their abuser and took back their power. Someday I will be whole again. And Larry, the thing you didn't realize while you were sexually assaulting me and all of these young girls and breaking our lives that you were also building an army of survivors who would ultimately expose you for what you truly are, a sexual predator. This has been The Sounds of Protest. I'm Managing Editor Mila Murray. Thank you for listening.